We are blessed, very blessed to be alive. We are blessed to have an opportunity to grow, to change, to to have renewal, to have newness in our lives. Sadashim Labkarim Rabbi Munasecha. Close, I wrote it. Close it. Because then it doesn't open. What? So close it from the other side. Thank you. Thank you. Adashim Labkarim Rabbi Munasecha is that the, the purpose and the ability for uh, the, the purpose of a person being in this world is to, to work on oneself, to break oneself. Now break oneself means the, the, the concept of a person breaking oneself is the concept of a person when you, when you break open something, so you're able to see what's, what's truly inside. When a person has challenges and a person has difficulties, so one of the blessings of difficulties is that it pushes a person and it brings out... You know, you know, make, make sure guys go from the other side because it's not going to close that way. So maybe, yeah... The, when a person has difficulties and a person has challenges, so what it does is, is it opens up a person. It makes a person, it brings out the truth of who a person is. They say that story about the grandmother who uh, her grandson was stuck under a, a truck, a 65-year-old lady, and her grandson was stuck under this truck, and she goes ahead and she runs seeing her grandchild Rahmanas being being you know killed right in front of her and she musters up the strength somehow and pushes and somehow moves this truck. Story, true story. And she saves her grandson and says that she was depressed. After that, all the media it's documented. I've read it in books. Happened maybe in the seventies, I don't know when, you can look it up. I can, if anyone wants to see the story. And she was depressed after that. And they said, Why are you depressed for months after that? Because she said, I spent my life thinking and my strengths are over here, or I had this, or I had that. I didn't realize how much I have inside of me. I didn't realize how much power. It ended up at the end, she went back to school, she got a degree, she ended up changing her life. Right, what's the shot? The shot is that, that when we have challenges, when each and every one of us, and we, 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 we can't stand challenges, we just want to be comfortable, we just want everything to be just perfect. Right? That's one of the reasons we start off with purity of speech every day. The reason we start talking about other people that we don't want to talk about other people. We don't start talking about other people. We want to start off saying, I don't want to talk about anybody else. The reason we don't want to talk about anybody else is because when a person learns that when you get triggered, what does that mean when you get triggered? If you're talking to someone or you see someone or something happens and, and, and a situation happens and then you get anxiety from that or something bothers you from that. It's, it's the biggest blessing in the world because what it is, is it's Hashem showing you what it is that's inside of you that you can open up and that you can either heal 
or you can understand, and it's a part of you that, 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 that can become bigger, can become greater. Because what happens is a lot of times we'll block off the things that are uncomfortable for us. What we, what we like to do is we like to ignore and push under the table all the things that we don't like to deal with. And what that does is, is it takes away from the shlemus, from the completion of who we are. We have so much power. We have so much inside of us. We have so much that we can be, that we can become. And what happens is, when there's that part of us, when there's a piece of us that we're not able to deal with, to understand, to, 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 to reckon with, so then we're shut down. There's a, there's a chalik, there's a big part of us that's not functioning. And that's what's very, very challenging. So when a person speaks Lashon Hara, when a person speaks about another person or a group of people, what he's able to do is he's able to sort of hide behind that person. He's able to, like we say, hurt people, hurt people. If you're hurt, you're going to hurt. If you're in pain, you're going to, to, to bring out, right? You squeeze an orange, what comes out? Orange juice. You squeeze a person, what comes out? A person is known by his, by his koso, kiso, and kaso. You're known of how you spend your money, what, what happens when you get drunk, and what do you get angry about? So what bothers you? When you squeeze, when someone squeezes you, what comes out? Does it come out, wow, you must be in pain? You must be in pain if someone does something to you. When you see with someone, you're driving. I mean, you guys don't have this so much over here, but in America, when you're driving, here I drive over here, you're driving, and someone's driving. Like I always say, it's never road rage. It's not road rage. It's called rage. <laughs> the guy who's on the road, who's driving crazy, it's not because he's driving crazy. It's because, or he's angry on the road. It's, he's angry. He's also angry at his wife. He's angry at his kids. He's angry at the world. It happens to be that he's driving right now. So when you have something inside of you, when someone's talking negatively about someone, it's not that person. A lot of times we say, oh yeah, oh, it's that person that bothers me. That person doesn't bother you. You're bothered inside already. And all that person did was come over and go like that. Press. He pressed the, that button within you and go, ah. And then what Lushan Hara does is it doesn't help you deal with you. It makes you forget about you. And all you do is focus on him, which has not, he has nothing to do with it. He just is a gift from God, a gift from Hashem, that now you have what to work on. Question, comments, please. Yes, Rav. Yeah, please. The first words of Rebbe was like, life is challenges. Yeah. And a few seconds before Shir started, one of the holy Neshamas here, Yeshua, came over to me and told me that he's just not in the mood now for, for Shir. And he right. just wants to sit in bed. And in just 20 minutes, just to be there. And we had a, a nice minute discussion. And just to see him winning his challenge and sitting right at the tables right now and writing Shir, for me, it's inspiring and it's a great beginning for the week. So. Thank you. Amazing. Amazing, amazing. Correct. Yes, Maishi. It's not road rage, it's rage. Right. And therefore, Yeah, yeah, sure. Because you, it's the traffic. The reason I'm driving like that is because this old lady in front of me doesn't know how to drive. If she knew how to drive, I'd be okay. 
It's all because, oh, the, this country, the roads in this country. Oh, it's blah, 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 right? It's not because I'm an angry guy. I'm, I'm good. It's not, it's not me, my roommate. If you had my roommate, you'd also be going nuts. It's not anything. It's my mother. Did you ever meet my wife? Did you met my cousin? You met blah, 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 blah. Me? I'm a tzaddik. He says, nothing to do with me. I'm perfect. I'm great. I'm awesome. If all of those people who I just mentioned would be perfect, then I don't have to do a thing. I don't have to change. Because that's really my, my, my thought process. If everybody around me is perfect, then what could I do? I, could do? I don't have to do anything. I want everybody else to change. If everybody else changes, then I can sit and be lazy and not do anything. But the second that it's everybody else, it has nothing to do with everybody else. It has to do with me. And it's not the traffic, and that's why I'm beeping my horn. And it's not the, uh, my uh, mother, and that's why I'm reacting like this. It's not my roommate. Oh, but it is my roommate. you got to see my roommate, right? We're convinced of it. To us, it becomes literal reality. It's a lie. It's not true. Why, why do we, uh, other than just, just making ourselves feel good, because no one wants to turn to defending themselves right. that I have a problem, right. which is something, you know, we, in this, uh, in this, this form, we love problems. We love problems. I love problems. I love expressing that I have problems. Because the more I talk about my problems, and the more I'm okay with my problems, and the more we all realize that we're all regular people who have our challenges and our triggers. I love triggers. I shouldn't have trigger me so much, but I'm saying I love triggers. You know why? Because I learn more about myself and I can be more me the more I get triggered. Right, well, what's the what's the acronym for fear? What is what is fear? It's either forget everything and run. That's one of them. Or three of them. Forget everything. I'm not sure which one you're, you're referring to. Forget everything and run. Face everything and rise. Or um, false evidence appearing real. Right. False. Okay, that's it. Right. False, that, that's a good one. False evidence appearing real. That's the rage when you blame Exactly. You blame on something. That's a very deep way you're saying it. False evidence appearing real fear. Okay, because I'm afraid to deal with what I want to deal with. I don't want to deal with it. So that, that's, that's right. So that's what I want to say. It comes down to you're scared. It's not, it's not just that you don't want to admit that you have a problem. It's you're scared because you don't know how to deal with it. Correct. So your mind Correct. goes from, I'm scared to deal Correct. with this. Therefore, Correct. I'm going to alter Correct. reality Correct. with my agenda. Correct. Well, shame, first of all, like, I'm going to talk about something very, I'm sorry about that. Shame, the problem, this is a big problem. When somebody has, when someone has shame, right? The difference between guilt and shame, right? Guilt is I did something wrong, I'm guilty. Shame, oh, perfect timing. Shame is, I said the shalala, so it's unbelievable. This is, this, is, this is part of the shame, that part. Shame, now everyone has levels of shame. Shame is that I did something wrong. Shame is I am wrong. My whole essence is wrong. There's something wrong with me. Not that I did something. No, everyone can say I have a problem. I have a problem. Big deal. I'm awesome. I'm great. I'm blah, blah, blah. I got a problem. What do we do with problems? We solve problems. No big deal. But shame is if I am the problem. I am one big fat problem. If I am one big shame. So then if 
do to me? It exposes, it exposes me. And that's embarrassing. Shame is busha. It's embarrassing. Uh, you're going to have to go around the river and tell them, it's not going to close. It's not going to close all the way. Oh, you have a key. So shame, and then we'll talk about it in a second. Shame again. It was very, very important to know. If you have shame, then shame can come for many reasons. Right? But if you have shame and I am a problem, there's something wrong with me, so then I can't say that I have problems because all that does is validate that there's something wrong with me. As opposed to my essence is great. I'm awesome. I'm great. So I got a problem. What's the big deal? So I'll go fix it. What's the problem? Right, if you have a beautiful car, if you have a nice, you know, uh, right nowadays, what would I say? Corvette, uh, but not a Tesla, no, what would be? A tooth now, what would they say? Audi, Tesla. Audi, Tesla, Mercedes, 2020, I have a beautiful, brand new, 2021, 2022 even. I'm getting the newest edition, tinted windows, and you get a flat tire, right? You'll be like, okay, great. You'll press your, your thing in probably your car, and uh, my neighbor's not coming, I'm gonna drive to Mercedes. I'm gonna go to AAA, shows up, right? Full service, I'm not upset. I might be frustrated that I didn't come to the meeting on time because I had a flat tire, but I'm not, I'm not, there's no shame involved. I'm happy to pull him up saying, whoa, I like your wheels, Rabbi, I like what's going on over here. You're like, yeah, yeah, just fix the tire, right? As opposed to if I'm driving a 19, Sorry, guys. 87 station wagon, right, with the wheels falling off, and then no air conditioning, and the, all the lights in the car beep and blink, right, and you have no idea what's going on, right, and then you get a flat tire, right, you're angry at your wife. What? Okay, I'm not suddenly angry at my wife. Who's that doing it? You're angry at God. But with the Mercedes, you're not angry at God. Just fix the, fix the stupid tire. Why? Because the shame of what I have, of what I own, I can't deal with it. So I can't have a problem. It's the same flat tire. So you can have one guy who's got a flat tire and another guy who has a flat tire. This guy is in bed all day with a flat tire. Why? Because he, in his mind, is driving a beat-up station wagon from 1985. While this guy slept late, so he's got a flat tire. No problem. Let's go. We'll fix it. I know I'm oversimplifying it. Yes. Are we saying that like, guilt is good? Yes. Really? Guilt is guilt. Guilt is better than shame. Not better. It's a bad way of saying it. It's a reality. Guilt is I, I did something wrong. I feel bad. And then we want to be guilt and regret. Like I was always called past couple years. I was called that guilt is a Christian concept. Yeah, yeah, it's like yeah. a stomach feeling. Right, right, right. That's more shame. It's more guilty. It's really mixed with shame. Shame. I'm not getting into the the. Latin word of guilt and shame. I'm saying the concept, forget about the word guilt. Guilt is that, oh, um, I did something wrong. It's nothing that's mature. Maybe in high school, we only hear we did anything wrong because we're too even insecure to hear that I did anything wrong. I got it perfect, whatever it is. There's nothing wrong with saying I did something wrong. It's man up. It's wrong. Man up. Now, to go ahead and feel therefore, what's the therefore? What's the therefore? I did something wrong. What's the therefore? That's the question. Am I wrong? Is my whole essence a bad person? Or I'm human and I made a mistake? My relationship with God, correct. 
The concept that you're a sinner is from federal jobs. The concept that you're a sinner is shame. Because my essence is I'm a sinner. That's a Christian concept. I am a sinner. I am essence bad. That's a Christian concept. It's not a Jewish concept. Judaism teaches the exact opposite. We're all beautiful. We're all perfect. We're all in our essence. We're perfect. We have, we have, we have, we have external things that are, that are challenging. Oh, want to get away, exactly. So I thought of something, right? We shouldn't, everyone always wants to get away from their problems, right? Mm. But instead of getting away from your problems, you should move out of your problems. Why? Because getting away is easy. You know, you're going on vacation, life's all good. You know, I have nothing to worry about. I'm just getting away. Moving out, though, when you move, it's one of the most stressful things in the world. Moving out of your house is hard. It takes work and effort. So we shouldn't get away from our problems. We move out of our problems. Imagine you're playing basketball. 
and there's a guy, I got a problem. What's the problem? The guy who's taking me is bigger and faster. Here, ask an awesome dude. Awesome, you got a problem on the football field. Why do you have a problem on the football field? What would be your biggest problem on the football field? What? Someone's bigger. That's a problem. So what do you do with the problem? I can't solve the problem. But what does it do? It's a challenge. And once you look at your problem as a challenge, then what does that do? Say, okay, ooh, now, now what can I do with this challenge? This is a challenge. So look what happens. It goes from issue, no clarity, I then turn it into a problem, break it down. That problem is not a problem anymore. It's exciting. I got when someone's posting up. A bit new, new big eyes come teach you this year. What are you gonna do? You know what that means? It means you gotta get stronger, you gotta get hungrier on the court. That's a challenge. And the last thing is the O, which is one this I heard a few years ago. I forgot which company. I think it's um um, one of the big chain hotels that they don't let their employees say the word problem is where I got this from. They say the word opportunity, which means uh, they get a call on floor 17, room you know 1,422. There's not a problem in the room. There's an opportunity. There's an opportunity in the basement that there's something going on. So when you start looking at everything that you have as it's an opportunity for me to grow. It's an opportunity for me to change. It's an opportunity for, for me to understand myself. So this issue that was driving me nuts, and I have no idea how to have any sanity with this thing ends up being the greatest gift of my life. That's DIPCO. Anyone interested in the DIPCO and the D? Well, let's first ask question comments, and then we'll get to the D. Question comments on that, please. Either that was so unclear, so everyone's like, well, what's going on? Or it was so clear that there are no questions. But at least we can get some comments. I disagree. Yes. Um, Akiva Balsam always yeah. says that when you view a problem as a challenge, it makes it more fun. Who doesn't like a nice challenge? Everyone here is a little competitive. Exactly. Like, exactly. It makes it more fun. Though. Exactly. When you're, you're very good at it. Right. Sure. When, you look at, when you look at your problem as a challenge, it gets exciting. When you look at it as an opportunity, then it's like, yeah, this is awesome. It's an opportunity, yes. Well, how do you look at it as a challenge or do you get a problem when you don't have clarity? It Good, beautiful. So that, that, that's exactly the point. I first need to take the issue and I need to make it figure out what is the problem. The issue is, oh, I got issues. I got issues. What are you talking about? What? 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 What, what are your issues? Break it down. Start writing it down. Oh, I have an issue with, with, with this. Whatever it might be, with my father, with uh, with learning, with uh, with this person. What what's the problem? Oh, the problem is that uh, he makes you feel a certain way. The problem is when I talk to him, I feel like I'm uh, you know uh, insecure. And you start breaking it down. You want to break it down? Yes, Leo. I see your head. Your brain is thinking. That's a comment. Also, go say it loud. Very happy to be back. This is this is not something that uh, that goes away. Everyone. I mean, I think it goes away when you die. I don't know. You know, I'm not together for a long time. I'm saying, as long as you're alive, this is what's going to happen. Yeah, issues come up. Now the D, just for anyone interested, or quick questions, yes. Sir. 
Sounds more in the sounds more. It sounds a little bit. It's a pain. What? What's the problem? First, you have to say, what's the problem? I'm I'm telling you, everyone here. If you can't identify your problem, ready, and this is where the dip go comes with the D. Know what the D is? This is like 101, this is Shiva. Denial stands for ready, 
Guys, everyone remember this. Denial stands for don't even notice I am lying. That's what denial is. Denial is don't even notice I am lying. I don't even know what I'm talking about. You're in denial. You're in denial. You think that he's the problem. He's not the problem. You're in denial. What's my problem? I don't know. Yeah, whatever. That's denial. You're not, you're not in truth. You're not inside. You're not dealing with really the, the, the reality of it. Okay, let's learn a halacha. That's right. You're not, not even out. You're in denial. You're running away from it. It's not. I don't even know that I'm not telling the truth. I think I'm. I'm right. The, the example I give is the guy goes out on the date, right, and he has a great date, and he thinks he's the man, and he thinks everything's awesome, and he thinks everything is great, and blah 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 blah. And what's the problem? The problem is he comes back after the date and he had a great time and he likes the girl, right? He's got the big poppy seed, right, on his, uh, right, on his tooth. And he's got ketchup on his cheek and he's like, oh my goodness. He didn't even know. He doesn't even know that there was a problem the entire time. That's the beauty of having someone else who can see you and who can tell you this is what your problem is. This is what you've got to work on. Because we can't see ourselves. Okay, let's begin with a halacha. Everybody good? Yes, Maishi. I, I defined the info, the, the four lines. The second issue is an unidentified problem. Mm-hmm. The problem is a challenge we can solve. Beautiful. The challenge is an opportunity to make yourself better. And an opportunity is a mindset looking at all setbacks as tools to better oneself. Beautiful. Amazing. 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 Beautiful. Beautiful. So let's... Let's start, let's start the halacha of, oh, we said this yesterday about unburdening yourself. Oh, this is very important. Page uh, 289, day 109. When you are unsure if the information is relevant to you. When your friend starts talking to you about someone, how do you know whether or not to listen to that person? Your friend begins to tell your your neighbor is a bit dot dot dot. If you suspect that it might be Lashon Hara, you can ask right away, is this information important for me to know? If your friend says yes, then you can listen, but be careful whether you're allowed to believe him. You must also make sure that no other people are listening to the conversation because the information does not apply to them. They are not permitted to listen. However, if your friend says no, the information is not relevant, it's just an interesting story, then you must tell that person that you're not interested in hearing it. This is a very good tactic. This is a very good tactic. Not only will your friend stop talking, he or she will not come to you in the future with more stories. Your friend will realize that you are not a good customer for gossip for Lashon Hara. And this is one of the most important this is one of the most important things that I speak about. There are no surprises in the people who you speak to what you're going to get. Everybody knows what you're going to get when you speak to someone. If there is somebody who you know, all you're going to get is talking about somebody else, talking about somebody else, blaming someone else, all yada, 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 all, all those things, then by you going to that person, it's like going to a meal that you know they're going to be speaking Lashon 
And then you're like, oh, well, what do I do now that I'm at this table and everybody's speaking Lashonara? Well, how did you get there? How did you get there? You got there. So too, when you go to a room, or you go, obviously, not over here, not nowhere, but if there would be a case where someone would go to a room and people are sitting around talking about other people. And you have to remember this also. If you're sitting around with five people and everyone's talking about someone else, when you leave the room and another person sits there and those five people there, they'll be talking about you too. That's just the way it goes. That, that's the way it goes. People who sit around talking Lashonara, talking negatively about other people, will talk negatively about other people. Those are, that's, that's just a fact. That's a fact. Someone who likes to talk about other people, likes to talk about other people. He does not discriminate against anybody. He might not even discriminate against his family for that matter. So that's the Allah over here. Question, comments on the Allah or on the point, and then we'll move on to the Sulaishwami. Yes, Rafael. Back to the Ifko. Yes, okay. Um, I just wanted to point out something that I find the issue, I find by myself that many times I have an issue I'm in a bad mood today. And when I try to define it, it's simply, and I think this is something very common, you didn't get enough sleep that night. Right. Everything is dark. Right. And that's the definition. Meaning it's not that this, you, you try to look for a problem, but there's no problem. It's just you didn't get enough sleep. Beautiful. It's where everything is dark. Wow. Beautiful. 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 Amazing. Amazing. I just want to give a siyata to what to the comment that Rebhilo did. When I was in yeshiva, I once came to the mashgiach, a very chashav group here, I'd say for a hexter, and I kept... How do I pronounce it? Siyat. Uh, like a support. Uh, so I came to my mashgiach with questions and emuna, like everything didn't make sense, like Hashem and Kriyas Yamsuf in Christianity, and I was like all sure about myself. And the mashgiach, very rationalized person, just looked at me and told me, Yitzi, just go to sleep. <laughs> Coming tomorrow morning. The next day, there was no question. <laughs> okay. Okay. Sorry for having me. I agree with what Rafael and Rabbi Ackerman, what they're saying is true. Um, and sometimes it's just the mood. Sometimes you got to just shake it off. And sometimes it's not really a biggest of problem as we as we imagine it to be. But a lot of times there are things that we have to deal with that we're not dealing with. But it is true. Sometimes when a person realizes that he has no problem, real problem, that sometimes becomes a problem. Sometimes it's like, wait, 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 maybe I'm just lazy. Maybe I'm just, maybe I'm just scared. Which go together. Scared and laziness usually go together. Fear is to get everything around. So, so sometimes it might not be, sometimes in a certain way, it's good to have a specific problem. Because then you just solve the problem. It's very difficult when you just, I don't know, I think everything's okay, more or less. Okay, that means I gotta get to work. And I don't feel like getting to work because I'm lazy. And I'm not used to getting to work. So that could be as well. Okay, beautiful. Hashem will help each and every one of us. We'll learn a few minutes of Nasil Sisharim as we're in, in the middle of, of love, talking about love, which which is a great subject to talk about. And Hashem will help each and every one of us not to focus on other people, not to worry about anybody else, not to think that the problem is out there. I think they say, when you think the problem is out there, that is the problem. When you think the problem is out there, that's the problem. It's never out there. It's always in here. 
that the problem exists. There is no enemy without, without an enemy inside. Without an enemy within, there is no enemy from without, outside of a person. Ein shalom ba'at samay mepnei chatasi. That a person doesn't have shlamus within himself because of his own mistakes and his shortcomings and his problems. So Hashem will help each and every one of us. We'll be zocha, all of us, not to speak any Lashon Hara, not to hear any Lashon Hara, not to believe any Lashon Hara, not to focus on other people, not to be... Hashem will help all of us to be so busy with our own lives that we don't have time or anything to look at anyone else to spend time working on anybody else except for ourselves, which in truth is the only answer to anything we can do. The only answer is, is right here. It all lies within ourselves. Hashem will help us and all the Jewish people. Amen. Amen. Okay. Uh, we continue. Yes, Chaim Yaakov. Um, you see the part of that, that, that it says you shouldn't hang around bad people because there's no enemy within because there's no enemy Correct. Correct. That what? That what? Meaning there, there's. Meaning, you're saying. Well, if you're not hanging around with them, then what's the problem? But you're saying even if there's no one you within, then there'd be no one without. Meaning even if there isn't. If I'm in the base medrash, if I'm in the base if I'm in the base medrash, what what what's what, what, what's the problem? If I'm hanging around the base medrash. That's all. I'm not sure what you're asking. I mean, why can I hang out with them? Why does it exist? Yeah, why, why does it matter? Does it all affect? Yeah, because there is a reality to the fact that if I'm hanging out with somebody, it'll affect. It'll affect me. No, because we have an We all have stuff inside. None of us are perfect. We all have things, and that person and brings out the bring out. Yeah, of course. Yes. Yeah. We're not perfect. A big tzaddik maybe can. A big big tzaddik can can turn everybody into a big tzaddik. Could be he could he could uplift them. But but uh, but otherwise, I have to be very careful because it, I have stuff inside of me. Every person has every every person has. The problem of the Jewish people, Chaim Yaakov, is not the Arabs, it's not Hamas, that's not our problem. Our problem is, is sinas chinam. Our problem is between ourselves, that's our problem. That's the reason they have power. The only reason they have power is, is we give them power. Correct. The only time that the other people take over, take over the Jewish people is when there's problems within the Jewish people. Exactly, correct. And the same thing works like that as an individual. The only time someone else can affect you is when you're not Islamist within yourself and you're not taking care of yourself properly. Beautiful. Okay, let's learn for a few minutes about love. Love is, is ironic because love in the colloquial sense of the word, colloquial means the way we talk. The way we talk. When you say love, you, you think more of how you feel. You don't think of what you're giving to somebody else. Ramchal says very, very clearly, obviously Hashem loves us. Why does Hashem love us? Because Hashem only knows how to give. Hashem is the ultimate giver and giver and giver. The way that we realize that, and Ramchal says there are two 
parts to it. Number one is Kol Mai Da'avid Min Shmael Letav Avid. Right, as the Gemara brings that everything that Hashem does is for our good. Now that's challenging because we don't always feel that way. We don't always understand it that way. But the reality is, is that our existence is all for good and everything that Hashem does is for our good. You might not realize it. It's like your kid comes home at uh, five in the afternoon and suppers at six and your wife made a delicious, delicious supper and your child comes in and he wants jelly beans and potato chips and Jolly Ranchers and he wants to open up the cabinet and eat all these things and you say no. And he's like, oh gosh, you're terrible. You're terrible. You're saving his appetite for, for uh, you know, an hour later where he's gonna have a delicious, delicious dinner. Now a child doesn't understand that. The child doesn't have the DOS Understand that. I always say if you came over to a child with an, with an open check and he said, I'm going to give you, I'm going to write to you a $10,000 check or you could have a dollar bill. What's the little child going to take? going to take the dollar bill because it's, it's a dollar. Why? Because he doesn't have the DOS to understand that his check, you could bring it to the bank and you could cash it in for 10000 of these things. So, so to us. We are limited. Each and every one of us are limited to understand when Hashem does something for us or to us, it's for us. When Hashem does something to us, ultimately it is for us. It is for us. When a person starts beginning to live in that world and he realizes that everything that Hashem does to me is really for me. Everything Hashem did to me in my past is really for me. Then a person has a different relationship to Hashem. The second thing says the Mr. Sharma, we'll end off with this, is he says, they don't even need all of this. Why? Because a soldier doesn't need the pat on the back. A soldier doesn't need anything but all a soldier wants is a challenge. That's all a true soldier wants. And that's what he says. He says, all I want to do is right? when you're dating a girl and you fall in love with the girl and she calls you up and says, could you do something for me at 3 o'clock in the morning? It could be the stupidest thing in the world. You will do it for her. Why? Because you're committed to show your love and your dedication for her. A month later, it might be a little bit different. There might be all these conditions. I'm not getting up early in the morning for her. I'm not doing this. But when you're in love with somebody, when you want to show love to someone, then you're willing to sacrifice whatever it is for them without any reward. You don't need a pat on the back. You just love to give to that person. That's what he says. That's the level. I had this, I have to give a compliment, uh, I mean, I'll say it publicly, my, uh, my 16-year-old son just turned 16, Avram, and the other day, and he's a teenager, a regular, Baruch Hashem, healthy teenager, and teenagers do, you know, act certain teenage ways, and I asked him, Avram, I need something from you. And he said right away, he says, sure, he said, sure, Tati, what can I do? I was like, wow, that was amazing. 
right? Why, so so I'm, I was very proud of him. Why was I proud of him? Because it's difficult sometimes when your father asks you for something or someone who is forcing you, so to speak, I have to do something. Oh gosh, what is it? Oh gosh, what is it? But when a person says, Hineni, I'm ready, and whatever it might be, that's how you're showing love to another person. The way you show love to a person, right, I've said this many times, is you can tell the relationship with someone based on, can you do me a favor? What is your response? Can, I, can you do me a favor? Based on who the person is, that's what your response is going to be. It'll either be like, well, first tell me what the favor is. I'd like to first hear what it is. But if it's someone who you love, can you do me a favor? Imagine if, if uh, I mean, I was thinking Donald Trump now because I'm not holding in Biden. But imagine if, uh, right, I'm thinking Netanyahu, not then, that's the world has changed. But if uh, Bibi Netanyahu, if someone came over to you, if the prime minister, if somebody came over to you and says, um, I need something from you, you say, hold on, uh, Mr. Prime Minister, hold on, Mr. President, uh, let me first see, look at my schedule to see if I could do something for you. You drop everything, right? If this girl who you're in love with says, sends you a WhatsApp and says, I need a favor from you. Well, it depends. You're not going to say it depends. You'll say, uh, how, you know, how high do I, right? What, what, what do you need? What do you need from me? Right? Don't, uh, right? Uh, you tell me jump, I say how high. Right? That's, that's, that's what love is about. Love is not about what you can do for me. Love is about what I could do for you. That's how you live in the world of love. If you want to be a lover, if you want to be someone who loves other people, then you want to ask yourself, what am I willing to do for other people? What conditions do I need to be met for me to do for somebody else? And he says that's ultimately what loving Hashem is. Loving Hashem is saying, just like loving a person, what can I do for you? How can I help you? What can I do for you, God? What works for you, God? What works for you? Yes, Rabbi Tzvi, you'll end this off, Rabbi Tzvi. saying is that you know most of the time can, can you just close that tell it to someone just to close that door thank you well, one of the things that we want to also remember is that when we're giving and doing for someone else it's, it's more doing for yourself than it is for the other person you think that you're doing it for the person, 
and you think that when someone asks you for something and you do it for them, that, wow, I'm such a great guy, look what I did for them. If you would really know the truth, the truth of the real truth is that it's all really for you. Chazal say that. More than what the rich man does for the poor man, the poor man does for the rich man. When someone asks you for money and you think you're a big tzaddik because you gave him tzedakah and you gave him money, it is beautiful that you gave him tzedakah. But really, ultimately, right, one of the reasons, I always love this when it comes to tzedakah, they say that you need rachamim from Shemayim. Hashem says, this guy needs mercy from Shemayim. So you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to bring over a poor person to come that you have to show rachamim. And when you show rachamim, then nida keneged nida, Hashem says, wow, you showed mercy, I'm going to show mercy. The Gra says, all chesed lemala comes from chesed lemata. Everything great that comes, shefa that comes from, from above, comes from down here. So you think you're doing this guy such a big favor, when ultimately he is doing a bigger favor for you by having you go ahead and give to him. Hashem will help each and every one of us. Let's be as we start another amazing week. We're blessed to be alive. We're blessed to be in a yeshiva, to be blessed to be in a place of growth, of honesty, of authenticity, of being real with yourself, being honest with yourself. That's what it's about. That's what it's about. They say, Chosamo Shalakadosh Baruch is emes. Somebody who's honest with himself is more connected to Hashem. You can have a guy who's learning all day, who's not connected, he's, he's living in a world of dimion and sheker. He's less connected to himself than a guy who knows who he is. He's being honest with who he is. As one of the tzaddikim say, a Russia, a Russia who knows he's a Russia, is more connected to Hashem than a tzaddik who thinks that he's this big tzaddik. Because a Russia who knows he's a Russia is more connected to the truth. And that's what it's about. To be connected and to be honest with yourself about who you are, what life is about, what your life is about, what you need to work on. And don't worry about your past. And don't be worried about your future. It's not about yesterday. It's not about tomorrow. Those are all, all, all illusions that I can, you can't fix yesterday and tomorrow has not yet come. The only thing that we have in front of us right now is this moment, this day that's right here. So let Hashem help all of us have an amazing first day of the rest of your life. Have a wonderful day, everybody.